Hello, hello, and welcome to the most current recent episode of the Christian Nerd of Godcast. My name is Scott Heeg. I am the Christian Nerd, and along with me for at least the next 65 minutes will be my friend and internet mentor, Tony Talavera from the Nerd of Godcast, the Nerd of God. Hi, Tony. What's up? Scott, by God, Higa. Yeah, this is the most recent episode, unless you're not listening to it in order. That's so this true. may be, we may all be dead, and you may be going back through archives <laughs> that you found on the burnt out rubble of whatever used to be the where iTunes kept their servers, and uh, you have found us. We Good hope job. that your new civilization and your robot overlords <laughs> are merciful to you. I, for one, welcome our corporate new overlords. <laughs> Speaking of corporate overlords, we are going to talk a lot about Avengers Endgame. But, you know, last time I was listening to our last episode, I rarely listen back to my podcast. But when you're on it, I feel like it's not as self-serving. So I was listening Uh to it a little bit. And you're funny. I enjoy listening to you, Tony. And Uh last time you wanted to just get right into it, talk about the trailer for The Rise of Skywalker. And I said, no, we need to talk about our feelings and let people get to know us. Tell people about our lives. And so I'm going to make us do that same thing, but not for as long. But I do have a story to tell. Scott, people are sitting there right now wanting to know, did your daughter dress up like Captain Marvel this week? Did you preach at church? Did you do the same thing that you've done every (laughs) single week since people have been listening to your show to begin with? I mean, (laughs) nothing new is happening with us. Hey, how how was your week? I don't know. It's the same as every week, you know? It is. We are the pinky in the brain of podcasts. Come on, man. We are, we are. What are we going to do today, Mr. Higa? The same thing we do every day, Tony. But I have something new to tell. Something new and exciting happened in my life. Something new, you say? Yeah. Well, not that new, because I went running, which isn't new. (laughs) And you're the one who's really fueled this story, because it was probably about six weeks ago where you said, hey, are you going to go running? I said, I've been running for a while, and you shamed me into it, so I've been doing much better with that lately. (laughs) Nothing like letting a fat guy shame you into <laughs> exercise, right? So I went running yesterday on Saturday. We're recording on Sunday. So I went running on Saturday, and we're running. I had Clara with me. I have to bribe her now. I said, you can watch My Little Pony on my iPad if you go running with me. And so she's just in her stroll, and we're going along. And we're nearing the end, and I hit... Um, there was some mud, and so the front wheel of the stroller got caught in some mud, and the oh stroller gosh. went down, and I what? went down. Yeah, so we're is Clara okay. Yeah, Clara's fine. We bought a four hundred dollars stroller, and she's fine, worth every cent. So we're just, has the iPad. It, she held onto it like a champ, man. <laughs> yes, <laughs> she's like, I'm not letting go of this My Little Pony. So we're running, and so yeah, so the front wheel just got trapped in some mud. The stroller went down. I went down really hard. Oh, no. To where on Saturday night, I thought, man, like, I don't feel right. I landed pretty hard on my right elbow. And so I'm like, ah, I've like I've never broken a bone. I have a pretty high pain tolerance. Yeah, exactly. I have a pretty high pain tolerance, but it just doesn't feel didn't feel right. So I went to urgent care on Saturday night, got checked oh, out. No. I was fine. They wrapped it up. No fracture. So, yeah. So then. So, yeah, I have a bruise on my elbow. I have a bruise on my side. I'm sore like an old man all because i was trying to be healthy this is what happens when we try to be i'm gonna be healthy if it kills me exactly you know i didn't fall down this week but i didn't go running or doing anything (laughs) healthy i had a cheeseburger and i'm and i'm okay see exactly smash cut to the inside of my arteries (laughs) help us stop put the cheeseburger down pick up some celery i had a cheeseburger and it made me sad today because it made me think about endgame and i won't go into it until we properly say no spoilers but isn't it time for a little uh, icu mcu scott it is time for icu mcu let's hit it CU, MCU. All right, you were warned. From here on out, all spoilers. That's it. So if you haven't seen Avengers Endgame yet, if you're first off, the... why are you listening to us and not seeing that? I know, I know a couple people who they, it just they couldn't work it into their schedule. They had super full, like literally from Thursday to Thursday was super full, so they can't see it till next weekend. And they love Marvel and nerdy stuff. How awful would that be to try to avoid? I, I don't even think it's possible. Yeah, not not at this point. So this is all spoilers. So just jump out now if you haven't seen, if you don't want anything spoiled for you, because we're just going to get super hey, spoilery. Have a great week, and God bless you. We'll see yeah. you next time. I'll talk to you on uh, Friday. Peace out. All right, Tony. So you saw Avengers Endgame. 
And how. And how. You started it at 5 o'clock. So you were seeing it at 2 o'clock my time, and I was just super envious. And you got out before I even started, and you texted me and said, texting you right now, or not texting you right now is the hardest thing I've ever had to do. You you, you texted me and said, don't text me anything yeah, when you're done with that movie. Know. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. And that was so hard to not do it because, <laughs> oh, my gosh, this movie. Um, Have you it seen was, it, it was, again? Have you I, f- I haven't. Okay. I haven't. As soon as we th- Friday and Saturday, I was at a big uh, state oh, youth right. event, you so I've been. Thing. I was off uh, off the doing things, but uh, man, I, I've thought about it enough that I feel like in my heart I've watched it thrice. Yeah, I feel like I dreamt about it on Thursday night, and just I went to bed thinking about it, and I woke up thinking about it. All right, so what? Like we've all we've both seen it. If you're listening to this, you've either seen it or don't care about spoilers. Like what? What's your just kind of like overall feeling coming out of Endgame? It, it, I, it, this is going to sound terrible. It's going to sound awful, but I'm just going to say I haven't come to the end of a movie feeling like that since I saw The Passion of the Christ. <laughs> like I just, I just sat there stunned at the end. Uh, I, I couldn't. There were so many amazing moments in the film, but when it finally ended, it really did feel like the end. Yeah, absolutely. Of a big part of my life. Yeah, yeah. I, I talked about that last week. Just how. You know, we talk. It's eleven years. It's 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 a bunch of movies, right? But sure. it's movies that we've seen with friends. It's movie that that has brought us into friendship because of these yeah. movies. You 100%. started the Nerd of Godcast. A big part of that is the MCU. I started the Christian Nerd. A big part of it was the MCU. And so it's this huge part of our our lives. And it really kind of like we said. You know, I was thinking about you know Jesus on the cross. He says it is finished. That's kind of how I <laughs> felt. Why? Like it's done. Yeah. Like I know the MCU is going to keep going. Far from Home comes out in two months. But just I, we were talking about this on Thursday night i called you it was 12 30 your time and you're still up and willing to talk to me and it just if the mcu ended with endgame i would be satisfied like it, it was it. if if that was it if they said no more i'd be like perfect you yeah. did you ended right yeah and, and that's kind of my biggest feeling i've shared this feels like i feel so satisfied by that conclusion it resolved mm-hmm. things that i didn't know i needed or wanted resolved no and, and, and they went back to even just tiny minuscule moments that i didn't even know like i never even thought i gave it a second thought of they can fix that or they can address that or they can amend that and in good ways and they went back and, and by the, doing these fantastic callbacks I thought, wow, this was a tr- a, an immaculately crafted love letter to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, it really was. And and having just watched all the previous movies beforehand, I felt yeah. so prepared because we'll get into that. I think we're I think our conversation is going to bounce around the three different acts of the movies because I think that's kind of a good way to tackle it because otherwise sure. we would just go off and talk for three hours about <laughs> it. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. So I think that yeah, it was so. It was perfect. I can't. Yeah. Like I didn't. I walked out. I thought they did it. Like they did it. They they resolved it. They brought it to a conclusion. A such a satisfying conclusion. Well, I mean, we'll get to it. But the death of Tony was like it had to be Tony. It always had to be Tony. His whole arc was leading up to that moment. And then I didn't know how they're going to resolve Steve's story, but the way they did it, I didn't expect it. And it was so perfect. It like that was amazing. And I'm ready. I had a light conversation with Stephen from the Nerd of Godcast, and we're ready to have a fight about it on our next episode because he his opinion on it, it, it to me, he called it a very selfish conclusion for Steve Rogers. And I thought, no, I don't. I don't know that. It, and and I won't make the whole argument without him being here to defend himself, even though he's wrong. But I thought <laughs> Steve Rogers already did the selfless thing. Like he laid down his life. He forsook Peggy Carter. And laid down his life in Captain America. He did it already. Just because they pulled him out of the ice, that was just bonus. That was bonus cap time. Yeah. He but saved he, the world he five it. times. He, he get, did it. He, he earned this one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's not selfish if you're if you're getting a reward for a job well done. It's yeah. not selfish. He just did his thing. Well done, my good and faithful servant, is what the Watcher or whoever said to Steve Rogers, and this dropped in his lap. And it's not selfish because he knows that Sam is there to take the shield. He knows that Bucky's there to continue to be a hero. He knows that Captain Marvel's there to be super OP'd and save every. Like this is a t- this is our first tangent. Who do they have Captain Marvel fight in her sequel? Galactus? Right. Like, <laughs> she beats up everybody. What do they do? Oh, Captain Marvel. All right. So, any just other quick thoughts before we get into it? Yeah. No, I I, I love that you kind of broke it down into the three acts. I'm looking forward to talking about that. But the uh, exciting thing for me is 
that every character got treated significantly. Yeah. Like, especially of the original Avengers. Like, oh, everybody yeah, totally. got, had, they all had their moment yeah. and were treated, I mean, the big three, obviously, Cap, Iron Man, and Thor. Yeah. Uh, but, but, but Hawkeye, especially Hawkeye Black and Nat, Nat, yeah, they were, they, they had great, good stuff. And, you know, even little characters, and we'll, we'll talk about that momentarily, but little characters that, that kind of, I don't want to say got neglected along the way, but didn't get as much love, really got to shine in this movie. And if you were in this movie for 15 seconds, those 15 seconds were great for your character. Yeah, they mattered. All right, yep. so real quick, let's so let's do the prologue. So the prologue starts off. Tony's in space, hanging out, talking to Pepper, and just the scene of him playing little football with Nebula. That was just perfect and yeah. so great. And oh my gosh, that was awesome. And then he's there. He's about to die, and Nebula's taking care of him. Just mm-hmm. such great character. Karen Gillian's great. And then you know his face lights up, and we all know what's happening because I think we thought this that would be the thing that happens. That Carol yeah. Danvers comes and rescues Tony, drops him off, and that'll happen so fast. It's like, oh, okay, we're getting right into this. Yeah, flying back to Earth. And one of the things I liked, and it happened in the first five minutes, was Tony's reaction to Cap. Like it's the first time he's seen him, and I think I was expecting this great, nice, warm hugs and everything. And, and it he wasn't just pours that. out and says, "I was right. You, was, this is exactly. your fault." Exactly. Yeah, you Ultron said we wouldn't have let this happen. Yeah, you said we would have we would lose together, and you weren't there. You fit. It was just it was so perfect. It was so Tony, and yeah. to have that bit like I was like I was expecting hugs, like ooh Tony and Cap together again. Like nope, Tony's being Tony, and it was just a perfect callback to Age of Ultron, a perfect callback to Civil War. It was yeah, it was awesome. It was wonderful, and and you know I didn't expect to see Robert Downey so gaunt and yeah. haggard. I mean, he looked like he'd been starving for three weeks. Yeah, on he looked like Steve Rogers before the the Super Soldier Serum. Yeah, it was a not powerful scene. And I mean, even the opening though with Hawkeye and his family just it oh, was like yeah, a the Pix- first it was scene. like a Pixar movie. Yeah, it was like, absolutely. Oh, okay, make me make me cry before the the opening credits, right? Yeah, and and, and we talked about that. I mean, the the it, it gets in the first act with Scott coming back too, but just that they picked the two heroes that had the most familial ties which then yeah. connects with us as you real human beings not superheroes who have families that pulls us right into it like as soon as they open on hawkeye like that's the first thing like oh my gosh this yep, is going to be horrible yeah and now the first act of this movie i like to call basically infinity war part two yeah because it's just it's all of the dangling participles from uh, infinity war it's all the things that we didn't address okay where was ant-man where was hawkeye let's let's catch up with them and then bringing it through to how does tony get home and what do they do now because i guess the the first movie it really starts right after infinity war i mean it's immediately after yeah the the first of the movie yeah Uh, it had been a, a couple days i think they said it'd been three weeks that they've been Tony was in space for three weeks, but for some reason I thought there was like something like it had been like two days after he gets back they go. Oh yeah, yeah that that was pretty immediate. That as soon as Tony yeah. gets back, they yeah so they they all fly off. All the scenes that we saw in the trailers, they're all flying there. They find Thanos, Captain Marvel they, punches him in the face. She's awesome, and, and, and then Thor goes for the head. Thor goes for the head, and and then it hits. Then it then it cuts the Avengers Endgame and the music plays like. All right, they killed Thanos and nothing happened because the Goodbye, Infinity everybody. Stones are gone. Yeah, bye. And then it fades up five years later. Holy crap, that's so such a long time. And I think that I was reading a, a review and it talked about how you know they expand this out to three hours and what would have been sacrificed would have been that first act of just feeling mm-hmm. the desolation and the desperation of five years of what has happened. So I think that was so perfect because if they just cut to, okay, now let's move on, I mean – you feel the weight, you feel the emotion of five years of people being gone and trying to live with yeah. that. I think that was such a such a great way. And then Ronan's out there killing everybody and Nat's trying to hold it together and Captain Marvel gets a haircut. <laughs> yeah, it was... How, how do you, when you saw the Captain Marvel haircut, did you think, crap, now I'm going to have to buy another hot toy? <laughs> no, I purchasing one $266 toy is enough for me. <laughs> So yeah, so what so what stuck out in that first? So let's say just the first act is up right up until they jump through the the time the the quantum realm to go to the past. Yeah. Um, it, really great at setting sort of a um, left behind sort of a Walking yeah. Dead kind of feel. Like this is this is our new normal. Mm-hmm. Um, even everything from the the sort of support group that yeah. Cap was running. 
um, you know, tried to go out on, on a, you know, date, try to get back to real life. We still, we cried. Yeah. You know, it's just like everybody, everybody's in mourning and there's uh-huh. nobody to kind of prop them up because everybody lost somebody. Yeah. And, uh, it's, it's first off, if they would have taken Cassie, I think I would have had to walk out. Cause that was so like when w- the joy that I felt when Scott found his daughter yeah. was like, okay, thank goodness. Yeah. No, I, I didn't cry during the movie in Carrie, our friend from Canada, needs proof that I have a heart since I didn't cry. But that was the that was the time I got closest was when Scott found Cassie the first time. It's like you're so big. I mean it was just <laughs> it was perfect. And you know, like I think that Which is would... funny because Cassie in the comic books becomes stature and she's like a giant man yeah. powered. So I don't... her being so big yeah. was a nice nod. I think having a daughter now, those moments affect me more like five years ago that probably wouldn't have affected me as much. But now just oh, yeah. his name is Scott and I have a daughter and he has a daughter. It was it was just great. Yeah, so it was a great. It was a great moment. Yeah, loved that. Just watching his desperation as he's like, "What happened? What happened?" Yeah. Like he ha- he doesn't know what a Thanos is. Yeah, it's he been five hours for him, which yeah. is crazy. And, every, he, and, and, and half the world is gone. Yeah, half the world's gone. I loved when you know they were talking to. I think this might have been in the prologue, or yeah, where they're like, "Where have you been, space ladies?" Like, well, there's lots of other planets, and they don't have you. So I've sort of got to take care of a bunch of stuff. Which is great because I love Captain Marvel. She wasn't in the movie enough. I know why she wasn't in the movie that much, but I still, you know, I love Captain Marvel so much. She's yeah, the best. It wasn't her. It wasn't her movie. Yeah, it wasn't it, her movie. It, which it was, they needed. They needed to do what they needed to do. Yeah, which was fine. And then Scott and they're figuring out all the stuff. They go and see Tony. Tony has a daughter. He's married Pepper. Did you think that was? I mean, I just watched Infinity War, so that kind of you know goes along with it. That that's what they were doing. Is yeah. Tony wanted to have a kid? They have it, and yeah. Did you think that fit when they went and see him? And Tony's like, "I don't care. I can't lose this." Did that make sense yeah. to you? Yeah, absolutely. Because he's had to adjust to the fact that we lost. We did this thing, mm-hmm. and we lost. And Tony doesn't like losing, so probably getting to that point where he was comfortable, like just accepting that there's uh-huh. nothing they can do, would have been as much or more of a character arc for him than everything that took him from Iron Man one to to present. Yeah. The ability to get off the grid, the ability to stop uh, being Iron Man Mm -hmm. and to be Morgan's father. Yeah. And to try to rest, which that was a great callback at the end of the movie, obviously. But, you know, then they, hey, we can do the Quantum Realm stuff and then go see Hulk. So so I know you were upset because you found out that Hulk was going to be Hulk at some point in the movie. But But I was delighted. Were you delighted that it was smart Hulk? Hulk? Yeah. And now a lot of people that I've talked to, that was a huge point of contention for them. Is they that, that was so stupid? Why would they do that? And I'm like, no, no, that's from the comic books. Yeah. That's the thing that happened. Yeah, like, that's legit. That's more legit than a lot of other things that happen in these movies. So, yeah, no, uh, yeah, it's I've, the perfect yeah arc for Banner and Hulk. That's that's what they become. Yeah. I was disappointed that they didn't really fully walk out his angle with Natasha. Yeah. She because died, that though. was so heavily set up. But yeah, and he does have his little throwaway line at the end. He's like, "I did, I tried. Yeah. I tried to go. I tried to bring her back." Mm-hmm. But that was disappointing. But other than that, no, he was great. He was funny. It was like finally, it was like how how Mark Ruffalo got his groove back. <laughs> it's like I, Bruce Banner could finally be confident because he wasn't always fighting against himself. Yeah. So you see, hey, this guy's funny and he's you know taking sure the, of taking himself. pictures with the kids and that whole yeah. scene with Ant Man that was hilarious. Eat your vegetables, you know. Listen to your mom; she knows yeah. best. You know, and that, that and funny. that's like that scene, like that back and forth with the kids and Ant Man Hulk. Like it was what probably like a minute and a half of screen time, which is a lot <laughs> yeah. of time to devote to something, but it never like felt too long. It was just it was perfect. Yeah. And Scott, come Lang's on, great. take a picture. You want to take a picture with? Him. Take <laughs> it's like, no, they don't, they don't want to do it. Just let him go. I don't want, want to do it. <laughs> that was perfect. And then Tony figures out how to time travel, which is such a Tony thing to do. And that mm-hmm. scene with Pepper was because I think Tony, if Pepper had told him, I don't want you to do this, then he probably wouldn't have because I think he was that committed yep. to her. But when she says, you'll, you know, would you be able to rest knowing that this is a possibility? So I think her giving him permission was absolutely necessary um, and such a great, great moment. Then you get the montage of training and getting the team back together and Scott losing his taco and Hulk bringing him his own taco. (laughs) was great. So lots of good stuff in kind of that first act, setting up the stage. And then we get to the second act, which was a freaking time heist. Yes. Back to the future, too, man. That's where we were. I can't. 
like now that I know they did a time heist, I can't imagine them doing anything else. But I had zero idea that's where they were going. I mean, there's all no the speculation. Clue. You know, Thanos showed us how the time stone works, so that's how they're going to set everything right again. But they didn't do that. And then, yeah, they Back to the Future toot it. And it was now, perfect. I will say this. I don't remember when, and I don't remember the context, but I was reminded that that was one of my early theories was how they were going to fix it, was that they would go into the other movies. And I don't remember why, but I was I saw the movie with Jackie and Lise Mati from the Nerdy Godcast, and they rec- they recalled me saying that that was something that was going to happen. So if you're a fan of the Nerdy Godcast and you have something archived or you have notes from the show or whatever, go back and find out when I said that, because I did at some point call that. Nice. Good job. Which... I would have never called it to be as amazing as it was because it was truly, truly amazing. I mean, even just little things that they added to it, going back and they're having that great pose down with Loki at the yeah. end of Avengers. And then Tony's like, all right, if we're done posing, you yeah, know, let's, let's get let's get back, get to, back work. to it. And then you see the, the the whole setup from Winter Soldier that happened in Avengers with oh, yeah. Sitwell and... They, they steal the staff, which makes sense. Oh, oh that's how they got the staff. I mean, that was just a perfect that's question to answer. Staff. That was great. And yeah. then they show Cap getting into the elevator, just like the scene from Winter Soldier. And Winter like Soldier, they're yeah. gonna fight. But then he just leans over and says, Hail Hydra to sit well. Oh my gosh. That was unbelievable. Yeah. That was so Perfect. great. And then Loki stealing the cosmic cube, Tesseract, whatever. And just like seeing so it. So is there, he still out there? He is. He's out there somewhere getting ready for his Disney Plus show. Whatever that's gonna that's be. That's what I'm saying. And I'm excited that's for that. That's what I'm saying. I am too. And that and what a great way for those characters that we loved that we lost, mm-hmm. they didn't cheapen their deaths by just saying, Oh, psych, they're still alive. Yeah. Gamora's still alive, Loki's still alive. Their death still mattered. Absolutely. But but we figured out a way to get him back. To get him back. So that was great. I love the Cap fight, Cap versus Cap. Mm-hmm. Was awesome. And That's we, America's tush. <laughs> and, we, and we talked about this. But how awesome is Tilda Swinton as the Ancient One? I loved her in Doctor Strange. And then to see her in this and, and just the confidence and the, the, the wisdom. You, it's just amazing to me when you see a character that's so powerful – but the, we see her in a nurturing way with Stephen Strange, and you know that she's holding her, she's pulling her punches, she's holding yeah. back, and you see that perfectly here. Oh, you're looking for Stephen Strange about five years early. Yeah, like that's how much she knows of what's going on. Yeah, perfect, just wonderful. Yeah, so great, and just great interaction with her and the Hulk, and then the realization that well, you know, if it's so important, why did Doctor Strange give it up? And and like that's the one thing that yeah. sets it all into motion. Just which yeah. then is a call, great callback to Infinity War, where we're all sitting there thinking, oh, like this is the one. And then that was even great. We t- uh, at the beginning of the movie where Tony's like, yeah, Strange gave up the stone. I don't know why he did it. So he hadn't figured out that like mm-hmm. they couldn't see that, you know, the victory was five years down the road. I mean, that's a great even analogy for our Christian life that sometimes the victory is that far down. And, and you know, God knows what's up. And we're just kind of stuck in the middle of it, just waiting to see what he's going to do. This has been Jesus time. Jesus time. Thank you. Boo, 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 boo. <laughs> boo, 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 boo. So, yeah, that was great. Then all the stuff with. Hawkeye and Black Widow on what's it Voromir Boromir yeah mm-hmm. that was just rough because because mm-hmm. because nobody knew because even Nebula didn't know that Mm-mm. somebody had to die and so we're all sitting there and like oh no what's gonna happen how are they gonna get the Soul Stone somebody has to die and there's Red Skelton not Red Skelton that's a comedian. Red Skelton <laughs> <laughs> his name is Skeletor okay yeah, there's Skeletor and the Masters of the Universe. And that was such mm-hmm. a rough, and I, I thought Hawkeye was going to be the one to die because it, so too. it just made sense because he's, he had nothing to live for. His family's no, gone. His family's gone. He recognizes that he probably shouldn't gone on a murdering spree. Uh, just saying, you know, you know what I've become. And then that Nat is the one who sacrifices herself. And she's clean, got she got the red out of her ledger. Yeah, she cleaned out all the red from her. And just another great callback to a movie six years ago or seven years ago, mm-hmm. where she's like, "I've got red in my ledger. I need to clear it out." And she finally gets to do it by sacrificing herself. I mean, just so. I mean, that was that was moving. That was that was pretty shocking that. Yeah. She was the first of the original Avengers to to really lose it and and die, which is pretty impressive. Yeah. Great ending for for that, and an amazing arc. I mean, the whole thing with her and Hawkeye in the ship together, you mm-hmm. really, you reminded, probably even better than you were in Joss Whedon's Avengers, the chemistry that the two of them have. Yeah. 
Absolutely. And just, you know, this long way from Budapest and just all like so many great callbacks that yeah. were just awesome. Then all the stuff so with weaving, oh, go weaving ahead. in and out, they lose the Tesseract. Yeah. And then they decide they're going to take it. Uh, they're going to take it even further back to 1960. And Tony and Howard get to have their moment. That, then that that's like the moment that I didn't know I wanted. And then to have them get that resolution, that father son resolution, was yeah, perfect. It's perfect. I didn't know I wanted there to be resolution. I hadn't even thought about Howard Stark, and mm-hmm. but there he is. And but there it was cool to see resolution. Howard and Peggy and uh, to see Ant-Man, Hank Pym, yeah. all in the same place with his old throwback Ant-Man helmet. That that was awesome. Though I was wondering, because uh, Howard Stark turned from, uh, what's-his-face, Dominic yeah, uh, into John Slattery. Like, big mm-hmm. change there. And then Peggy Carter was still Peggy Carter. <laughs> well, what do you want? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> John Slattery was great. And that was such he a was pr- John Slattery first, with all due he respect. Was, he was who he was somebody else though first, like right from pictures in the first yeah, Iron but Man. We don't care about that. We don't guy. count that guy. He doesn't talk. He doesn't record yeah, he's videos. Not, he's smoking. not real. He's not a real Howard Stark. He wasn't in Mad Men. Come on. Yeah. So what? What about the second act? Kind of was your favorite part. So many great parts. I mean, I, I lo- first off, I love time travel stuff. I love yeah. how they just ridiculed and poked holes in you, everything you know about about time travel <laughs> from Back to the Future. Yes. But it was great. It was cool to see the team split up and go off on their own little different quests. It was great to see them in those familiar environments, uh, changing things that were happening, interacting with stuff that we've already seen before. Um, it was great how you had the foil of, well, now we have Thanos again because mm-hmm. he exists back in, what, 2013, 2014, right? 2014, so yeah. He, yeah. He knows what's going on, and now he's brought back in the story. We have an evil Thanos who doesn't have the history with these guys. Yeah. All he has is the Battle of New York, right? Battle so, New York uh, and a big sword that he's really, really good with. Really good with, man. They got him off the chair. They got him off the chair early. Yeah. So uh, really, really great way to kind of bring the whole thing back in together. You still have the resolution, but then you have uh, a new conflict that happens there. And um, I think it's the Thanos that that it, it didn't cost him everything hmm. to get the stones. Yeah. This is not the Thanos who would have destroyed the stones when he was done because it didn't cost him anything. Yeah. He was just angry um, and wanted it and wanted to yeah. kill everybody. All power, all power, no responsibility, right? Yeah. So uh, so you, you had to, to deal with that. But I loved the, the time travel aspect of it. It was really funny. I love seeing Star-Lord. <laughs> you see oh, what yeah. it would have really looked like without the benefit <laughs> of the soundtrack. Without the benefit of the soundtrack and Guardians of the Galaxy being emblazoned over him. Yeah. And just Rhodey saying, this guy's an idiot. I mean, it's just, yeah, that yeah. was absolutely perfect. And Star-Lord really never, he, he didn't get his, I was hoping that he would get a moment of redemption in this movie. Didn't really ever happen for him? Nope. He just continues not to be, I mean, he's a hero, but not compared to, you know, Captain America. Yeah. But yeah. that's okay. So, if Guardians of the Galaxy he, 3 has Thor in it, I'll be 100,000% on board with that. As Guardians of the Galaxy? Sure. Yeah, as Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. That'd be so good. I don't know. And they they have to get past the bickering over who's handsome and who's in charge. Yeah, they I think they would do that pretty soon and get to a pretty good movie. Now yeah. with Mr. Gunn back on board. Because he's already written yeah. the script. So maybe they're sure. already always planning on it. Who knows? Wouldn't that be great? Yeah, so I don't I don't know what, what the deal is with uh with, with in the second act, like what part was my favorite part because it was all it moved so fast and it moved so smooth, it was all just so good. Yeah. Surely from community being in the elevator, that was pretty good. Yes, and and Chang too. Yeah, and Chang is a security guard. guard. So we're gonna the Russos' last chance to get everyone from Community. Do you think the <laughs> Russos are done? Are they like, all right, we're gonna move on? Gonna, I heard they're gonna. Yeah, I heard they're done. They're done. That yeah, would make yeah, sense. They said they've, no more they've Marvel movies. Done. They'll probably go make Star Wars or something. Everyone, out, gets, uh, everyone gets to make Star Wars. Would you Would you watch a Russo Star Wars movie? Yes, Heck yes, you would. I would watch anything. I loved Community, and now I've loved every Marvel Cinematic Universe movie they've made. There, yeah, and Arrested Development. Oh, that's right. And Arrested Development. They're all over the place. Yeah. So, yeah, I think the second act, yeah, like you said, it was just, it was something I didn't know that they were going to do. Obviously, you knew because you're a prophet. But, yeah, that second it's act, true. time travel, that was such, a, in, such an ingenious way to bring everything back together, to get the stones, to have them, to have resolution, to have the ability to snap everyone back into existence. Just, that is so much more satisfying than, oh, we've got the time stone. Let's undo everything. Yeah, yeah, yep. Which would have been a nice little effect, and then it would have 
meant nothing. Yeah, because all, all there would have been that five years. Infinity War would have yeah. just gone away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that so they, that they was got great. It. And then the third part of the movie, which I call Return of the King. Oh my gosh, that third act is. Yeah, man, it's it's epic. There's not there's not been anything to me. There's not been anything in any movie that was to the scale of that battle. Yeah. No, it was, I can't, I mean, it, it starts so well with Hulk, kind of, he gets his moment to shine, he's the yeah. one who has to use the Infinity Gauntlet to snap everyone back into existence, and mm-hmm. then just, did it work, did it work, and there's Hawkeye's phone ringing with his wife, like, that was such a great, I mean, again, like, such an emotional way to do it, because that's exactly, you know, if if you had snapped out of existence, come back, you don't see Sheena around, you have no idea, what's the first thing you would do? You would just call her to see so, what's going on. The last thing I'm trying to do is poke holes in this beautiful, beautiful yeah. movie. But why is her phone still charged after five years? Maybe she left it on the hook. Who knows? Well, why are... <laughs> it must have been a home line or something yeah, like that. But why? Yeah, that... Who, for five years, who's paying that phone bill? Exactly. It, it don't look like Hawkeye's been going back to the farm a lot. I'm just saying. There's just Did her phone disappear with her? Otherwise, was there a bunch of free phones just laying around on the street? Like if, if your phone was in your pocket when you disappeared, did you come back with it fully charged? Exactly. These are the questions. That, that Marvel fans want to know. Nobody wants to know that. Nobody cares. I want to know. So that was just a great moment. And then Thanos shows up and all the S hits the fan. Which is again great. And Hawkeye fighting all those creepy things and the, the, the outriders. And run. Is that what they're called? I think so, yeah. I don't know. You're so smart. You know so many things, Tony. I only know it from the Lego box the, of the, from, <laughs> from Infinity War. Like when uh, Aaron, when Ryan's trying to get with Aaron in Florida, he's like, "I just like, I just like how guys know stuff." That's how I feel about you, Tony. I just like how you know <laughs> stuff. <laughs> it's it's guys in Florida. That's what it is. Florida guys know stuff. <laughs> All right. So third act. Let's just just let's start throwing out things that we loved. What did you love about the third act, Tony? Specific my, things. My favorite, and it was just it was the moment that I felt like I felt like Scott Higa. I fell in love with Captain Marvel when she. <laughs> Reached down for Peter Parker. Said, you got something for me, Peter? Hey, Mr. Parker, you got something for me? Like, I don't know what it was about her delivery there, Mm -hmm. but I went, I get it now. I get it. I like her. Yeah. um, Obviously, I loved when Captain Marvel showed up. And obviously, I knew Captain Marvel was going to show up and blow up that big ship because that's exactly what she did in her movie. That's That's what what she she, does. That's what she does. She flies through. And and I knew it was coming. I I just knew. I knew it was going to happen. And as soon as it happened, I still raised my arms in the theater and cheered like an idiot because I was so excited that Captain Marvel showed up. I honestly forgot that she existed, man. There was so much going on in that moment that I just kind of like, I didn't even have her fresh in the front of my mm. mind. And then she showed up. I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I guess Captain Marvel's always fresh in the front of my mind is what I've learned. But Captain yeah, Marvel was, is Chekhov's gun in this movie. I she's was, just like, oh, we saw her in the first act, so she's going to get fired in the third act. Yeah. She, yeah was, she fired them all up. Yeah. And so, when, like, the whole sequence when she showed up, when she grabbed the gauntlet, when all the... Women Avengers showed up and just like cleared a path, which Girl again, power, man. it was that it was, was a, great. I I know that scene's there just to be like, look, we have amazing women in the Marvel universe, and I ate yeah. it up. This is amazing. Yeah. I am so happy like, that oh, all of these women all are of here. them and this big battle are going to be at the same place. I don't even care. Exactly, care. they Throw are, and they're going to kick all the butt. You know, nitpicking. Captain Marvel doesn't necessarily need a lot of help to fly through a battlefield because she just threw, mm-hmm. flew. Th- but still, it was so great. And Valkyrie there on her Pegasus. That Dude, was Valkyrie awesome. is so bad to the bone. I love Valkyrie. Haven't just watched Ragnarok again. Yeah, Valkyrie is so tight. She is yeah. like she is funny and she's smart and she's strong. And I'm down with Valkyrie. And she gets her moment. She gets to be queen of Asgard. I mean, I'm just such saying. great stuff. And so yeah, they all show up on the screen. It was all the women like that. That was awesome. And I'm just. Like, I know this is a contrived moment that they put in here, but I don't care. I feel every single moment of it, and I loved it. How do you feel about Rescue, about Pepper Potts? I, it's so, this is the, this is one of the hardest things for me to do in the Marvel Universe, is I have a hard time separating Pepper Potts from Gwyneth Paltrow, because I like Pepper mm. Potts, I like the character, I like that she got the, uh, not the Invisus, that's my brother-in-law's 
Extremis? Extremis, yeah. Like that's my brother's law dragon or dungeon dragon character. She I like that she got the extremis. I like her character. I think she's great with Tony. I think she and Tony have great chemistry, but Gwyneth Paltrow as a human being is terribly annoying. And so it's always hard <laughs> for me to extract those. But I was happy that she showed up and had a suit of armor. Clearly she knows how to use it. She used it before. For five years she's been training and she just shows up. So I, I was on board. Her yeah, flying around really with Tony and shooting stuff. That was yeah. great. Yeah, and it kind of justified even some of that from the end of Iron Man three. Like she, yeah. she is, she's a fighter. She's yeah. a tough gal. She knows what she's doing. So I loved, loved the Captain Marvel pieces. I loved when she's fighting Thanos and she's doing it like she's holding it open, and the only way mm-hmm. he can beat her is to grab the Power Stone and punch her in the face. Like that was so great. Just yeah. it, it like it took her out of the action, which I think they needed to do, but it didn't diminish her. That you know, like he had to yeah. have a Power Stone in his fist in order to you know best Captain Marvel, which absolutely was great. Um, I loved with the during the football scene, you know, when they're they're running yeah. the gauntlet. Um, <clears throat> I loved when and because and, and I don't want to get get ahead. Everybody who's listening to this has seen the movie, yeah. I'm sure. All these portals start opening up, and every character from the Marvel Universe and whatever army they, they rode in with mm-hmm. starts pouring through yeah. these portals. You know, Wong's portals, uh, Stephen Strange's portals. You know, like yeah. they sling, sling stones start, start uh, bounding, and oh, here comes all, everybody from, from Wakanda. Here comes all of the mystics. Here comes all yeah. it's just, just every, come flooding in. Yeah, every, like, again... I knew that was going to happen. I knew, like, because as soon as, you know, they snap, or Hulk snaps, everyone's back. We know that. And then they're fighting Thanos. I'm like, wait a second. Where are all the heroes at? They're, they're all yeah. they're all coming. So, again, something I knew would probably, I didn't know how it would happen. I knew but I didn't sh- know all of Asgard was going to yeah, come. And all I of Asgard, all of Wakanda. Wakanda. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, all of the mystics from around the world. Yeah. I mean, they all just par- start pouring in. It was, that, that was probably, like, the epicness of epic just all those portals all the heroes i did you think that there was a slight possibility that we would have seen some of the tv characters like daredevil and luke cage and jessica jones come in nah i didn't even think about it i mean that would have been the moment but i didn't even think about it did you think there was a slight possibility that we would see colson and the agents of shield come in no no I didn't think I mean they brought Jarvis in there from Peggy Yeah, that was Carter. that was that that was such a who I was talking to your boy Neff, I think. And he was like, Yeah, and Jarvis was a human. I'm like, no, Jarvis, that was Jarvis from the show Agent Carter's like, Oh, I just thought it was a human Jarvis. I'm like, come on, man. Get on board. Yeah. And uh, well, and also watch think, Agent Carter because it's so good. It's so good. Did you think possibly that they were gonna open up a portal and the X Men were gonna come through? No, not no. not at all. So I think, there was no hope for you at all that they were gonna use this I as a launching. I thought that maybe pen. they would have put thrown the X Men in with an end credit scene, but the fact that there was no end credits, it just it finished and resolved, and there's nothing left hanging. There's nothing left. There's no questions left. Like I said, if this was where it ended, I would be fine because it ended and it was wondrous. So as all these armies and heroes come pouring through the portal and Clint, Hawkeye, is running the gauntlet, I love the moment. And again, it addresses something that I didn't even need to know, didn't even know needed to be addressed, where Black Panther uh-huh. runs and gets the gauntlet from him. And he goes, Clint, yeah. and gives it to him because yeah. he knew his name. Yeah, because I don't and care. They, but you do. My name's Clint. I don't care. He's, yeah. You did care. I know. Yeah, there was so – that scene in just the perfection of – you know, Steve. Okay, let's talk. So Steve picks up Mjolnir, which was yeah. awesome. Yes. Again, something I didn't know I wanted resolved, but just <sighs> that little thing where he picks it up and Thor says, I knew it, because there there had been that speculation, right? That Steve realized in Age of Ultron that he could pick it up, but he just let it nudge and left and said, Oh, I can't do it. Yeah. Like that, like answering that question and then. Like I cheered in that because I I didn't see that one coming. That was one no. I did not see, and he is awesome fighting with a magical hammer in his shield. That yeah. was so great, and I loved how they're even like there's that back and forth moment where Thor's like, "Give me that one," and he tosses him Stormbreaker, <laughs> and he tosses him Mjolnir. That's yeah. like great that they they're uh, it was a brilliant moment. Yeah, and so then like the shield is shattered. Steve's wondering, can he do it? But he straps it on, he gets ready to fight, and then Sam's voice comes over. Like, that was so, like, that was a great way to say, like, yeah, this is this is really happening. Just, yeah. I love that. Instead of a bunch of portals opening, you just hear Sam, his friend, saying, mm-hmm. hey, Cap, where are you at? Oh, my gosh. On your left. Yeah. Uh, oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, all the portals. And then, again, resolution, I 
I wanted them to have said Avengers Assemble before in the MCU. Yeah. Like, I would have liked it in Avengers. I would have liked it in Age of Ultron. I would have liked it in Infinity War. But the nope, fact that they saved it for this with every single person who could be considered an Avenger, and like you said, all of their armies, that was... Like, my nerd spirit was just, like, in the clouds. <laughs> it was... I, Through the stratosphere, man. Yeah, like, again, like, they knew. They knew that if... I don't know if they were planning to save it for that moment, but the fact that they did, it was so absolutely satisfying that that's yeah. the moment that it happened. Ah. Ah, I lost you there. I'm here. I yeah, it was, it, it was perfection. It was just amazing. Everything about that scene was just magnificent. Yeah, and then the dam breaking and, you know, Stephen Strange saying, I can't tell you if this is the one that we win, but yeah. then he holds up the finger. But, yeah, uh, just everything about that whole scene was exactly what it needed to be. Yeah. It was beautiful. And, you know, a lot of times I think movies like this, they get beaten up for like, oh, it's just popcorn fare. It's just a bunch of CGI people fighting on a blue screen or a green screen. And there was so much heart because, like you said, even if your character's on screen for 15 seconds, you got a part of their story. You yeah. got to see... So there there was... Like, even though it's a giant 45-minute battle, there's so much heart in it. I love that, you know, when they're sitting there looking at Thanos and it's the original three. It's Cap... Iron Man and Thor, and instead of fighting each other, they're all fighting. What like that was a great scene, and I like that they had that moment. But then that led into the large battle. Like if they hadn't had that moment, large battle, I'd have missed the moment. Like I didn't miss anything in this because, like I said, they they gave me stuff I didn't know that I wanted, and when I got it, I was just floored. Yeah, everything about it was great, and then Tony has to make the play, and it went back to. Age of Ultron, when they all have these visions, these Scarlet Witch visions, uh-huh. that all kind of played out. I mean, yep. Steve got his dance. Yep. And, you know, you, you go through it. I mean, it, we saw Ragnarok kind of paid off with Thor's yeah. thing. You know, you're going to bring us to hell. And uh, But then but then Tony, seeing that pile of bodies of all his friends, uh-huh. why didn't you do more? Why didn't you save us? Yeah. And Tony did. He yep. knew Cap's broken shield was the, was the hint. Man. Yeah. Cap's shield was broken in his vision. It's like, yeah. I, I have to do it if I don't yeah. do it now. Has your wife recovered yet? No. She's she's mad. (laughs) She walked out of there. Like, she was super salty the whole time. She walked out and said she'll never see another Marvel movie. She said she doesn't mind watching the old ones, but she'll never watch another one. She doesn't think she'll watch this movie again. Um, Wow. She's a huge, huge Tony Stark fan. And, um, no, she wasn't okay with it. She was not okay with Tony laying down his life. And he had to do it. I know. There's no... There's no other, yeah, with his arc. I mean, it, it was from the first, uh, like, everything, like, they've seeded it so great. You know, you're not the guy to lay down on the line. Well, I'd just be the guy, nope. I would just cut it. And you sort yeah. of get a sense of it because he he makes that sacrifice in the first Avengers, which is mm-hmm. great. But then to see him go all the way and be committed and now to have, because back then he sacrificed, well, what's he sacrificing? Billionaire, playboy philanthropist not that much now he's sacrificing the one thing that he said he wouldn't want to let go of and there's so yeah, much more his wife, meaning his to his wife and his kid yeah so much more meaning to his sacrifice and yeah it, it had to be him it had to be it had to be tony yep yep and it was and he did it perfect and so one of the one of the things uh, so he's dying and he does he snaps and Thanos starts disappearing and then peter comes up and he's talking to tony i'm like I, I hope he doesn't, like, Pepper needs to be the last person talking to Tony. Yeah. And then she pushes Peter away, and then Pepper gets her moment. And just, you know, as little as I like Gwyneth Paltrow, her saying, you finally get to rest. Like, that was the perfect kind of, like, eulogy or way for, for Tony to go out because he finally got to rest. His brain's just always firing. He's always thinking these things. He's making, you know, 50 suits of armor in Iron Man 3, and but now he finally gets to rest. Like, that was... Again, just perfect. Yep, you can't you can't even be mad at it. And then nice, nice well, little funeral scene. Well, I mean, you can't be scene. if you're a wife. If you're, she, she wasn't. She had no part of it. Uh, nice little funeral scene. The proof that Tony Stark has a heart comes back. Yeah. Oh, that was perfect. And then just kind of mm-hmm. pan over. Like that was such a great. Again, just like a long painting scene. Like, holy crap! Look at yeah. all of these characters from all of these movies. It's amazing. Yeah, you got even bringing Aunt May in there was nice. Yeah. Because they never really addressed the fact that she knows who Peter Parker is. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so having her there. And then it took me a second. I, I did not know who this kid was that yeah. was standing in the back. 
and finally come and realize it's the kid from Iron Man yeah, 3. it's Harley just hanging out. And you know what? To me, like, no words, no dialogue, just the kid being there. You know what that says to me? How would how would anyone have known who he was? Yeah. Like, I feel like Tony kept, like, this relationship mm-hmm. with the kid. Yeah. Like, the kid didn't have a dad, and they were connected, you know? <laughs> but I, I think that that says somewhere along the way, like, Tony was checking in on this kid. Yeah, Tony was making sure he was okay. He wasn't just being like, a, oh, you help me. Here's your potato gun 2.0. Yeah. Um, and a lab. Like, he was part of his life. I mean, which yeah. I think is really amazing. Yeah. I was bummed. We talked about this on Thursday night that Ross was there. He shouldn't have been there. Secretary Ross is a bad guy. He shouldn't have been able to be at the funeral. I was upset about that, but that was the only thing I was upset about the funeral scene. And then Captain Marvel kind of off on her own. Cause she's like, I don't really know these people, but then Nick Fury walks out and that was awesome. Yeah. And then you have his daughter who, said she wanted a cheeseburger to happy yeah. and he's like your dad loved cheeseburgers yeah. too going back to iron man the one first iron man <laughs> i ate a cheeseburger today i'm like mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh it was perfect no yeah. post credit scene needed did you stay to the end did you yeah catch stay the, to the thing end. at the last yeah just so iron we, man we, making his suit making his suit so what does that mean i was just a call back to the first to the beginning of the whole thing you think so? Yeah. I would like to think, I'm not a conspiracy theorist here, but I would like to think that it implies that this universe is starting over again somewhere. All these mm-hmm. infinite timelines, all these infinite yeah. universes, that somewhere now they're, the story's being told again mm-hmm. for the first time. Yeah. Not saying that they're going to do it again. Yeah. Not saying they're going to reboot anything, but just we've gone through the entire thing and now as it has always been cuz in all I mean, comics everywhere in the comics they've rebooted in the comics they've done this over again cartoon shows and yep. and now somewhere the story is beginning for We're the first off time on again. earth 734 or whatever it yeah, is just exactly. yeah, brand yeah. new so yeah no so and then with uh cap's ending so when when cap disappeared i thought mm-hmm. that cap was I don't know why I thought that. I thought the cap was going to sacrifice himself so Widow could come back. That wasn't mm-hmm. it. This was a much, 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 much more satisfying ending. And then, yeah, just seeing old Steve Rogers there, happy, married. Happy. Yeah, happy. Like, he, he got his rest. Like, he, yeah. you know, and just, again, just perfect. Like, in Age of Ultron, he says, you know, the guy who came out of the ice, he doesn't want that life anymore. And then right. because he thought he couldn't have it. So why would he spend like why would Captain America waste his time on a past he couldn't have when there's so much he could do in the present and the future? But then when the everyone opportunity he, presents knows itself, dead, you know, most of the guys in my barber shop yeah. are dead, you know, when the opportunity presents itself and he gets to have that life, he gets to go back with Peggy. I yeah. mean, and again, that's, you know, that's some other multi-universe out there, but he just, he gets that life, man, and it's, and, and now Peggy was married. Yeah, Peggy was married, so at some point, maybe she got married to, I don't know, who cares? Maybe who Sharon cares? Carter isn't around anymore. I don't know, but. <laughs> doesn't matter. Doesn't and matter. Cap's old now, so maybe, you know, who who even knows? Yeah. And then. Oh, poor Sharon Carter. She wasn't in this movie. No, she wasn't. Uh, I liked her. Now, her boyfriend's now 90. <laughs> Whoopsie. And then giving the shield to Sam was just great. Yeah. So perfect. Why Sam and not Bucky? Um, I don't know. They were both Captain America. But yeah, that's what, that's what I'm saying. It could have yeah. gone either way. But why, yeah. why Sam and not Bucky? I don't know. I, I, personally, I like the uh, multiculturalism of it, of a black guy getting the shield. That's a sure. big part of it. Um, but also, I, I think it shows that, you know, to be Captain America, you don't have to be a super soldier. You don't have to have a magic arm like like that's the idea I think that I like that Sam was just a normal guy with a rocket mm-hmm. pack, but he's he doesn't have super soldier serum. He he wasn't he's not Bucky. He's just a regular guy, and, and he can be Captain America too. But Sam would be the guy who would lay down on the line. Sam yeah. would be the guy who had the the heart and the virtue of Captain yeah. America. So I'm for it. I'm not mad at it. Yeah. It was so after Cap died in the comics, it it went to Bucky. Did, after that, then did it go to Sam? So it was Bucky Cap first, and then. Yeah, because I think when uh, Steve Rogers was the head of Shield, yeah, they, they that's when he made Falcon the okay. Captain America. Yeah, but I don't know. Sometimes in the comic books things get messed up. I'm pretty sure the Punisher was Captain America at some <laughs> point too. So who even knows? So yeah, and then the credits rolled, and I, like I said, I was I was satisfied. I I, I said on my show on Friday that just the idea 
Like every time I think, wow, they I, I don't think they can do this. And then they pull it off. That was the first thought they with the Avengers off. that how are they going to take these five movies and pull all these heroes together and make something awesome? And they did. And then just mm-hmm. the same thought. How can they tie up 11 years, 22 movies and make it feel completely and totally satisfying? And they freaking did they it. They did it. They did it, man. Uh, my, my biggest lament is I don't know. I don't know how in the world Star Wars is going to be able to top this. Yeah. The more you've, you, I, you, you, we talked about, you said that to me on Thursday, and the more I thought, I'm like, I don't, yeah, I don't know if they can. And you're thinking 10 years of 21 movies, that's a lot to be able to pull together. Yeah. Versus 40 years of nine you know, movies, it, eight, 11 movies, yeah. if you want to count Solo and Rogue One. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they will. It's going to have to be pretty freaking spectacular. I don't, again, I, it, I've, I've zero reasons to doubt J.J. Abrams. In, you know, Force Awakens was great, and he loves Star Wars, and he's a great yeah. storyteller as well. So, But this bad boy, Endgame was not business as usual. Endgame no. wasn't just like, let's ramp up the scale of it. Yeah. Endgame was a completely, it was a special experience. It really was. Like, that's what I, I'm talking to. Like, my sister just saw it. Uh, on Sunday, and so I and my friend Jeremy saw it on Saturday. And was so, she okay with Thor and his whole angle? Okay, so I was. She texted me. I'm super disappointed that Thor didn't look so good throughout the whole movie. She literally texted that to me. <laughs> you texted. You texted. You're like, my sister just wanted to make sure that sexy Thor would be okay. I'm like, yeah, no, sexy Thor is not okay. Listen, so, some people are fat and they're sexy. You know, just roll with it, girl. Yeah. So just the idea that. Like you said, like it's an experience that, like, I'll net, like, I, I'm gonna go watch it again, obviously, but I'll never have that moment of not having seen it and then seen it. And so I'm right. envying my friends who are still in that place, <laughs> you know? Because, because yeah. you're right, it was such an experience. It was so, like, it, it magical. That's a dumb word, but it what? I'm like, not a dumb word. Yeah, but they were they resolved all. it. They did it, and I can't believe that they did. I'm yep. still flabbergasted a, that they did. A, a great journey. Every bit of it made sense, and it was. It, and, it, and they were right. It was really, you know, even if I said it just spitballing that they were going to travel through the old movies or whatever, it it was not done in a way that anybody guessed it would have been done. Yeah. No. So. Not at all. Yeah. Oh, so good. And th- But even yeah, then, like, you, so because, like, oh, Thanos is dead. How are they going to fight Thanos? Like you said, oh, they bring back, you know, really, really super villainy Thanos. Like, you have no sympathy for 2014 Thanos. I mean, he was a sympathetic figure in Infinity War, but in this, he wasn't. You're like, just kill him. I don't let, yeah, disappear to dust, you fool. Like, punch him in the face, Captain Marvel. (laughs) I don't care. Like, no sympathy. And it was great. Like, and it, you know, because Infinity War was Thanos' movie, and then this absolutely becomes about the original six Avengers. It's their movie. So, if, as a villain, then, and we'll go with 2014 Thanos. As a villain, how many uh, how many timelines out of ten do you give him? Oh, he gets like eight or nine. No, okay, yeah. Thanos got ten. Like Infinity War, Thanos got ten. I would say this Thanos gets seven or eight, just because he's so much more menacing that he's gotten to a point where he doesn't. It's not about balance anymore. He even says it. Like I'm going to enjoy killing this planet so something snapped something something snapped something switched in his brain to where he thought like i there's no there's no greater purpose behind this anymore i'm just going to start over and just kill everything Mm -hmm. and i i really do think that not not sacrificing gamora was it yeah like he didn't have to pay a price he didn't have to experience loss yeah so he could have just accomplished what he wanted yeah that's a great 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 point yeah, I don't know. Beautiful man, really, really. Uh, I would agree with you. He was terrifying, but um, I didn't feel for him at all. No, I was happy that he, like I was kind of sad when he died at the beginning because like mm-hmm. man, he was such a great character. But again, again, Josh Brolin did a great job of of this is a different Thanos that you don't care about that hasn't no. learned anything, hasn't earned anything, and yeah, I I just wanted to see Cap punch him in the face with his shield and his hammer. It was awesome. And it was cool to see the children of Thanos come back, Cole Obsidian and Proxima yeah. Midnight, and the Ebony the Maw. Order. Well, the Ebony Maw. Yeah, the but, Black uh, Order yeah. was there. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it was. I I just need to go see it again. That's like, I'd be happy to watch the the whole thing. But when I watch this movie at home, if I've got time, I will watch that third act because for sure it's it's perfect. Light it up, man! All, yeah, it was all really the goosebumps, great. all the cheering, everything. It was unbelievable. Were people cheering in your theater? 
Yeah, oh, okay. nonstop. And yeah. I wasn't even mad. Normally, I we brought, uh, again, I brought Lise Muddy and Jackie along yeah. with my family. And normally, Jackie's on my no-fly zone when it comes to seeing movies in the theater. She's kind of on the, <laughs> we, don't, we don't bring Jackie to the theater because she doesn't, she's a vocal movie. Yeah. She's lots of gasps, lots of, yeah, lots of fist bumps. I mean, uh-huh. she's just really, but watching this movie with her, especially <laughs> with all of Cap's great moments, yeah. I really felt like I enjoyed this movie mm. more because of her enjoyment of it. Yeah. And in the same way, man, I felt, I, I felt myself throwing my hands up in the air and and woo and yeah um it was really great and we yeah. even had a guy when the portal opened up and uh and shuri and t'challa and okoye when they, when they came out of the portal we had a guy in our theater that screamed out wakanda forever and yeah. i wasn't even mad no it was yeah oh that last scene i'm gonna go see it i think i go see it on tuesday hopefully that's my plan you think, can you get tickets on tuesday we're sold out here for like a week and a half man i haven't checked I want to see it in IMAX. That's my plan, is to see it in IMAX, because it's big. But we'll see. I would love to see it in IMAX. Yep. That's <sighs> it. I'm going now, man. I'm going to go see it. All right. Hey, thank you guys for listening to us. We kept this under an hour. I'm pretty impressed. Yeah, and, we, and we've just been gushing the whole time. The whole time. <laughs> we didn't do Jesus time. We didn't do any kind of, like, angry nerd. No, guy. Just, you know, we just Yeah, go love Jesus. Look, we love Jesus a lot, and we can also love this movie and talk about it. Those things are... You know, I mean, I didn't go to church on Sunday because I fell down and hurt myself. But Tony preached, so his his preaching is covering me right now. It's my great. message was called Endgame. <laughs> was it? Really was nice. All right, hey Tony, where can people find you on the internet? Oh, Scott, I'm so glad that you asked. You can find me on the internet at it's me Tony T on Twitter uh, or the T O N Y T just about everywhere else. So you can check out our show, the Nerd of Godcast, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube at nerd of godcast or you can even check us out on nerdofgodcast.com and your next episode is what coming out a week from tuesday yeah we're recording it this week so we will probably put it out a little bit earlier definitely earlier for our patreon sponsors because we like to give them little bonus treats um but yeah we're gonna be talking some end game we've actually got our patreon sponsors have been calling into our nerd of godcast hotline and leaving us little mini reviews which we're gonna we'll have some of them featured on the show which is kind of oh, cool. i should do that i'm a patreon subscriber you are. You are. I'm just, I was just going to take like a 60 second clip from this show and throw it in there and say, <laughs> I'll send you, I'll send you new content, exclusive yeah, content. You, you can only hear on the nerd of Godcast. exclusive content from the Christian nerd, Scott Higa. It's going to be like, what do you think about Captain Marvel? I love Captain Marvel so much. It'll just be that for a minute. It'll be great. <laughs> That's it. Just, just we care. We, we care. Carol. Oh, I love Carol so much. She's just, did you like the haircut? So I don't know if I told you. As as a Captain Marvel fan, I appreciate the haircut. As a fan of Brie Larson's long hair, I did not appreciate the haircut. <laughs> but I I, t- I texted this to you. But so last week for Easter, I got Clara the Captain Marvel doll. It's like the Barbie doll. And then I yeah. got her the Captain Marvel golden book. Like I am Captain Marvel. And so she I got her two books. I got her the I am Princess Leia one and I am Captain Marvel. Those are the only two books she's wanted to read for a week. And now when we read the Captain Marvel, she takes her Captain Marvel and as I'm reading the book she says, "That's me." Then she says, "That's me." That, and she wants to know who all the bad guys are. So it's got like Madam Hydra and Ronin and all these other like villains. She wants to know who they all are. It's got the Avengers in it. And so then she was trying to do the same thing with the Princess Leia book, but she doesn't have a Princess Leia doll. So she has this, like, tiny little stuffed puppy. She's like, tiny puppy will be Princess Leia. So he's like, that's me. That's me. I'll try to get a video of it. I can see on uh, here on Target.com we have a Princess Leia doll for $19.99. So if you guys want to send in no, a couple stop. dollars. No, no, no. Stop sending me money. <laughs> I've raised 200 I, I placed my order for my Captain Marvel hot toy figure. I've ordered it. I'll receive it later this year. Stop sending me money. <laughs> I do feel <laughs> I like a know, televangelist. I want to know where all these people were when I was paying $700 for my Iron Man Hall of Armor from Sideshow. <laughs> Uh, maybe you're Come not as sympathetic of a figure as I am. And what number? What number hot toy was that for you? Don't. don't can, can we not talk <laughs> about that right now? Uh, we. You. Yeah. Don't, don't talk about that. But you can talk to me <laughs> on Twitter at Scott Heger at Christian underscore nerd or check out my website thechristiannerd.com for all your Christian nerd needs. Uh, listen to Tony's show. I love it. Listen to this one. Let us know what you thought of Avengers Endgame. We would love to hear your thoughts Please. and feelings and perspectives. I haven't talked to Ron Sai, and I'm always worried when Ron sees a movie because Ron, Ron's brain works differently than I do, than mine does, but his wife called him. She said, hey, I'm going to be home early on Friday, so if you want to go see 
Endgame, I'll watch James for you. And so he's like scrambling, trying to find a ticket. So he went, he was able to find a ticket. He said he was in the third row, but he's able to lean his seat back far enough so he could kind of get the whole thing in. And yeah, he loved it as well. So nice. I haven't talked to anybody who didn't like it. And that's and I've been so careful because there's so many people that haven't seen it yet yeah. that I hate to just talk openly about it. Yeah, but but no, I, I, I think I saw a story in the internet that somebody got beat up because they were talking about spoilers outside the movie, like on a Thursday night when people were still in line. And I don't yeah. condone violent violence, but I thought, eh, that that that's about fair. <laughs> you should have known better. Come on, you should have known, known better. All right, so that's it for this episode of the Christian Nerd of Godcast. We will talk to you next time, and until then, goodbye, Tony. Goodbye, Scott. Goodbye, Internet.